Good evening, everybody. My name is Stephen Paw, and I am your managing editor at CBR.com. And I'm Ben Kendrick, publisher of ScreenRant.com. He is, I am, and we are the first rule. We're going to read your comments on all our stuff. It's going to be real fun. You know, often they're nice comments, but most of the time, Ben, they push our buttons, he said, with deep foreshadowing, because we're going to be talking about buttons today. We we like to play it fast and loose around these parts, uh, I think it's safe to say, but we are going to be talking about buttons um, of the video game variety of the Star Wars variety. But first, we're going to go to yours, Benjamin. Video games. You got you've got yep. like a hot take. You got a hot rant about video games. What is that all about? I do. I'm sort of breaking from our usual format here with this because not only is this not a news story, it's just something I thought would be kind of fun to talk about based on experiences I've had the past week. And also, I'm not using my own Facebook page for the comments. Uh, I'm dipping into our sister site the gamers uh facebook page for for my comments along with a reply to one of my tweets so um but you know still within still within the family and i would imagine representative of how you know my own readers would feel about the topic that we're we're going to be talking about but yeah i mean man it was like a it was a you know draining week last week i think we wanted to talk about something kind of ridiculous uh today just kind of you know, cut loose a little bit, be silly er than we usually are. So, Steve, I have been playing two games. I played Miles Morales when it first came out when I when I got my PS5. Like I that was the first game I played. The second game I played is my old standby staple Destiny, which just mm-hmm. had a new expansion in, in November, Destiny Beyond Light. And basically what happens is I play a narrative driven game and then in between narrative driven games I play or if there aren't any to play or if you know I just kind of need a break from that that's when I play Destiny so Destiny is kind of like my it's like my Diablo or you know my World of Warcraft where I just kind of I dip in I dip out and then the other game that I was playing for narrative for the last like about month is Assassin's Creed Valhalla So the other day I finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla and was thinking about all the games that I've played over the past couple months now and realizing that I think I might be done playing video games for a while (laughs) because I, aside from Miles Morales, going back and looking at the sheer amount of time that I spent playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I checked today was 85 hours Hmm. and destiny being this game that is like a constant grind for me where every quarter they do a new season and you know, the level cap gets bumped and there are kind of new activities and new things to do. But in both of these cases, I do not feel that even though I like the games and I will continue to play Assassin's Creed games and I will continue to to go back to Destiny, I'm looking at the last two months of gaming, basically, and I don't feel like my time was very well valued by the developers of the games that I'm like, you know, I'm actually playing. And the reason for that is that in both cases, there's like significant gatekeeping and kind of throttling that the games do to extend the amount of time that you have to play the game in order to kind of enjoy the majority of the content. So, 
in the case of Destiny, there's like there's new powers and stuff that you have to get. And then if you want to do those same like the high end activities and stuff on your other characters, you have to go back through the campaign and also the time consuming grind of unlocking these new powers on your alternate characters as well. And so I went through the my first character, my primary. I'm a warlock main for anybody who's a Destiny fan. I feel like you just you just hit me with like your 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 horoscope or something. Yeah, ladies. <laughs> by the way, I'm an untamed warlock. Yeah, but I have an EXO and I have a human that I also have as my alts, and like I have zero desire to unlock their abilities and stuff because it was such a grind and it was so boring to do it on on the warlock, right? And so I'm looking at like these two characters are kind of just like locked off now from me playing them because no one wants to do that grind again. Like just unlock the powers once you've done it once on another character and just like open it up because there's so much of destiny is a grind anyway. Like people are still going to be grinding to increase their gear and stuff like that. But having that locked away has made me not even want to play destiny anymore. I really like playing as those characters, but I don't feel like that respects my time very, very much. And the other example is with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. In order to finish that story, you have to play like roughly like 60 or so hours, which would be fine, except this game, the whole story is you, you're settling England and you have to set up alliances with all these different territories. And those missions are very like side mission-y. It's like, you're going to go hunt boar with this guy and you have to kill three boar and like wander, you know, like a thousand yards away or whatever in order to like do that. And then you're going to walk back to the camp. And usually or normally with Assassin's Creed games, that stuff is like segmented off as optional side missions. But in this case, they made it part of the campaign because they wanted you to build relationships and investment with the characters that become your friends that then come and help you sort of at the end of the game with the big fight or whatever, right? So they're trying to give you this time with the characters. But what it made is it made it impossible for anybody to just kind of play it as like a 30 or 40 hour experience. Like most of the Assassin's Creed games have been, you sort of get out, get in and get out. And then there's 150 hours of extra stuff for the people that want to get that extra value out of the game. And so my question to you, sir, Mm -hmm. is are video games too long now (laughs) too damn long (laughs) too damn long i know that like some of our listeners are gonna be like rolling their eyes at that because obviously a game that is packed to the brim with content is better in a lot of cases than ones that are are thin on content but i would make the argument that these two franchises both of which i love very much i have books on assassin's creed i've played every single assassin's creed game I have a whole wall of Destiny stuff over here, like my raid ring and like my seals that I've ordered and stuff like I love that franchise as well. I feel like both of them, the installments that they just put out were quality installments, but don't respect like my time much. Like I think both of them stuffed a lot of stuff in to make it feel bigger than the games actually were in some respects and sort of forced me to play them longer than I I think was, is like a kind of fair, but the bigger issue is like, I don't think in either case, like the narrative was any better. Like and I, in the case of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'll say that especially. Um, I really liked that game. I liked the characters. I liked 
I like Eivor as the main character. I like the gameplay, but there was all this extra stuff that was stuffed in. And as a result, I enjoyed my experience less because it wasn't as cohesive of a narrative as it would have normally been. I just want to say real quickly that yep. when you first put this image into my head, I just have a picture of you finishing Valhalla, was it? You put you put yep. the controller down, you lean back, you rub your hands in your thighs, kind of give them a good old pat, and then you look out the window, and it's like that cat meme where it's reading a newspaper and just kind of looks out and goes, yeah. I should buy a boat. <laughs> like That's how I, first of all, <laughs> see you doing this. Uh, yeah. you, you just want these video games, these video games, to put some respect on your goddamn name, Ben Kendrick, and that is, I think, that's it. fair. That's fair enough. Okay, so here's what our commenter said, and I want to know what you think. So, uh, well, the gamer's commenter said, Chirith D said, no, the bigger, the better. Um, Mm. Hisham Mm. Al-Hassani said, quality is always better than quantity. And Christopher Tootin, who is a Screen Rant editor who replied to my tweet, this was after I said, like, I think I'm done playing video games for a while, said, there are so many non-shit games that don't do that as in do respect your time. That's like reading a tale of two cities and saying, well, I'm done with books for a while because this is way too wordy and doesn't go anywhere. It's true, but better books are always right there. I don't disagree with pretty much any of these. I think they're all, I think all these things are true. Um, Bigger can be definitely better. I wouldn't say it's always better. Quality should trump quantity. And also just because I kind of had a lousy experience or didn't feel like my time was respected with these two games. I I recognize there are games that do respect my time. So I'm not actually swearing off video games, but I am curious, like what a game is that would be too long for you. And like what you, how you look at something like this, like you, you played a lot of red dead. Mm -hmm. You've played these like open world, you know, big open world games. I'm curious, like, you know, how, how much is too much for you? Um, Okay, I don't mean to turn my my cap around backwards, spin this chair around and be like, hey, kids, let's talk about uh, drugs and condoms. <laughs> but like, basically, I'm coming at this from the perspective of, of a dad because that's kind of yep. informs my decision. So I have no... It also is part of why I'm getting nervous about the length of these games is I have a child that's on the way. So I'm thinking, I'm starting to think a bit more of how I'm going to use my time, right? Oh, Benjamin, my sweet, sweet Benjamin. <laughs> uh, you, will, <laughs> you will quickly realize that games replace, in a lot of senses, except for comics, because I can kind of do the same thing, uh, long-form like versions of entertainment, because you can check in and you can check out. That means that, Ben, every goddamn game is long right now. Every game is too long, because it takes <laughs> me like a year to finish. Yeah a game of Tetris or something like there. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I I just finished Miles Morales and I've had that since it like first came out since before it came out. Yeah. So it's like, I, I literally just finished that and it's yeah. the closest an hour game. Probably it's yeah, probably like Story's probably also, 10, 20 total. It, yeah, probably. And then I did some of the side stuff cause I, I thought they had some sweet threads and I wanted to show yeah. my five-year-old cause no one else that I could talk to right now cares, but she cares a shitload yeah. about Spider-Man costumes. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, like at a point there, there comes a point where first of all, you mentioned their 10 hour games. You said that Valhalla was like 85 hours. I don't even know what that means anymore. Like I'm playing these, these games. Like what is a median 
for video games in terms of like how long it takes you because like you brought up red dead and there's the actual game but then there's the yeah. all the side missions i guess it's just like the the story or whatever but even that kind of carries through yeah and what does it even mean? It's like saying, oh, it's minus 40 degrees outside. What does that mean in Canada? What did, That doesn't mean anything. It just means it's cold as hell. Like, it's, yeah, this is a long ass game. Very cold. Yeah. yeah, it's super cool. Like, what is <laughs> what, what is your like kind of break off? Like when you as a more seasoned video game player, what do you see as like an hourly yeah. kind of, OK, that's what I can hit right now in my life, in my life. I feel a game that I can get through the story in about 20 hours with a, without a lot of side missioning and stuff, which then as a result of that, that would allow me like 10 or 20 hours of side missioning if that was available to me, right? Okay, so and you're looking for like a 40 to 45, maybe 50 hour experience, let's say. Total experience, but like 20 hour story, right. I would say. Because okay. if my time is not feeling valued in the story, like there's a bunch of side missiony garbage that's just extending kind of the the time it takes me to get through the story. I definitely don't even want a 20 hour story, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, and I'm, I'm obviously carrying the baggage of Valhalla for, for that kind of analogy. But I think, uh, yeah, man, I think like 20 hours is about the sweet spot. I think the last of us part two was too long. Um, I yeah. liked it a lot, but I think it was too long because it was it was about 30 for the story, I would say. I think Uncharted 3, I'm talking about a lot of Naughty Dog games. I think that was a bit too long. I'll say Horizon Zero Dawn was like, I think the right amount for a open world game because I think I got through that story in about 20 hours. I probably put about 50 hours into it because I 100 percent of that game. OK, uh, what what is what is God of War? Probably like 25 hours. Okay. All right. So that is kind of then my sweet spot. I would say yeah. that's kind of where I, that's the game that I remember most over the past like few years, but yeah. like also that had a very compelling story and you kind of wanted to play more too. Um, yeah. How long does like, <clears throat> okay. How long does Mario brothers two take to play? Would you say two or th let's say three, let's say Mario brothers three. I want to say it's like six hours, six hours. Okay. I have no wrong. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. These are very entirely different games. It's it's insanely unfair of me to even compare the two because of the the structure of video games. But I mean, I I just wonder if we like when did we start kind of thinking about these things in terms of time? I think that's an interesting idea. Yeah. And also there there are different perspectives of time, but like they there seems to be this median like I was saying of it takes this long to play. Um, and as you, again, as yeah. you become a father or if you take on more responsibilities, that becomes more. But I'm I'm kind of belaboring the point here. Yeah, um, yeah I, I do know what you mean. A lot of these games can be bloating with those other games like Mario Brothers and those kind of earlier ones and the ones that exist today, uh, like Cuphead or something like that. You're just kind of going through and you're just having a hoot and holler in time. But, you know, other ones, you do have these yeah. other these other side missions to play. So there's a, there's just a lot going on in them. Uh, and there is a lot more of bloating because life is all about now. I sound like a father. Life is all about bloating. <laughs> it's all about needless, needless bloating and horrible. Uh, no, like, but that's that is I mean, you have to get through some of the boring parts to make the the world so more robust sometimes. So where does that end and where does the fun stuff yeah. begin and where does the boring shit kind of peek its ugly head in i guess yeah i think the problem at least that i had this last time is like it's developers that are 
like pushing you through so many different hurdles just to kind of extend the experience or something like that's what I think that's what really bothered me when I was thinking about those two games because like Miles Morales you mentioned that like there's nothing in that game that really like gatekeeps you right like you don't need all the abilities to to do any of this stuff like at the beginning of the game you're powerful enough that you could beat the final boss if you had to and there are abilities you need to beat the final boss but it's not the abilities that you get because you've been swinging around the city getting stuff it's like true yeah and it's like so for me like assassin's creed makes it even worse because there's like actual like leveling that you have to do in order to go to certain areas and it's just like this is not it's just not necessary but i'm not going to i'm not going to belabor it i really enjoyed valhalla even though it was like way too long i have to say though when you were talking about miles morales i thought that game was pretty short like even it was it was short, limited yeah. capacity it, it did feel and i know a lot of people were complaining that it was like a dlc and it kind of did yeah. feel like that but i thought it was hella yeah. fun at the same time so yeah um but i do game. yeah it was super fun it's, you do have a good point i, w- I could have used another five hours in the story of miles morales probably yeah. i think that story could have used another five hours too because it tries to make this point about kind of like kind of like the social inequality of of like New York City and stuff. And I don't think it drives that home as well as it could have. It, it could have baked with another two or three hours probably of that story in there to have hammered that home a bit more. But I would just take more of it because I want to play more yeah. of it because it's super fun. It's sick. Yeah, it's yeah. super fun. Uh, okay, that's that end rant. I will give you my uh, my comment of the week. So comment of the week, Pete Peskin said, good games are never long enough. And as someone who just played through a bunch of stuff that I felt like didn't respect my time and I wanted to be shorter, I actually do agree with that because I can think of games that were like longer games that I did not want to end and I wanted more of. So I think my central thesis from this whole thing is my main issue isn't that games are long, it's that too many games are overstuffed with like nonsense that like isn't actually all that fun or rewarding to do in order to make them feel longer. And scene. And scene. Very beautiful. Well done. Well, yeah. just well done. Beautiful. Um, games are too damn long, says Ben Kendrick. That is yeah, your. Says, says two dudes, one who's about to be a parent <laughs> and one who's <laughs> already a parent. Yeah, one who's got his stars. Um, What's with these games? They're too long. <laughs> Yes. So from one uh, button mashing to another, I okay. as you have been obsessed recently with games and thinking about that, I've been obsessed with Darth Vader um, and perhaps too much. I mean, my my team and I, uh, Kevin Melrose, who's our our senior um, senior features editor, has been going through a lot of the various Star Wars guides and compendiums and stuff. And the stuff that he is finding in there is ridiculous. It is ridiculous and it's great um but i was yeah yeah, no no that dude is a machine and find some very very interesting things you'll be seeing them coming up at uh, cbr.com very soon but i've been thinking about darth vader's duds i've been thinking about his stuff not his stuff but like what he wears okay and we have one uh article Mm -hmm. that went up by anthony grumuglia uh called darth vader's suit fed him drugs and protected him from Anakin's worst enemy. Uh, and I just love that because it, it actually did feed him Sith drugs. Uh, and like to right. keep him to keep him like strong, like it gave him a little boost, uh, sort of like Captain America, but always. And I think these things were like in his helmet and they shot him in the cheek or the eyeball or something. It's real messed up, uh, but pretty great. You should go read that. But 
then a question occurred to me as I was looking into that article and helping research and what have you. Uh, and the question was what became this article title uh, by Aaron Gretsch. And it is, what did Darth Vader's buttons do? You know, like his cool little 8-track thing on his chest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I always kind of wondered that. Yeah. And the, the more that I was like looking around the internet, the more I saw that other like-minded folks were wondering that too. I'm going to save the actual answer for later, and I want you to have some that are on deck. And Handsome Greg, you might have to come in here too with a, a couple of your guesses before I actually uh, before I actually give the official one. So I want to start off on Twitter. And our Twitter uh, starts with at uh, Team Adopt Me, which is David Statter, who says, oh man, I'm going to have to do a Darth Vader impression, Ben. I'm so sorry. Everybody has one. Hey, Google, what is the weather like on Endor right now? So it's a Google. So it's an Alexa. Okay, that's what it is. That's what oh, that's, that's what David's. Right. Okay. Like, I don't know. Is that kind of because you're wearing it on your chest? That could be a thing. They they talk into those dumb tampons all the time, though. Yeah. Whenever they're I mean, trying when to I used to, when I used to work out, I had my iPod, right? Like, remember before we yeah. had like iPhones and like earpods and stuff? Like you would strap your, like your, your giant, like, freaking like ipod to your arm and yeah. then like you'd work out and stuff like that like i had that so i mean it's not that hard to, for me to believe that he has his ipod strapped to his chest like an alexa strapped to his chest be kind of yeah it'd be kind of cool shuffle you actually gave me that ipod i don't know if you remember <laughs> oh, that's right i forgot that that like man or whatever yeah, yeah. frightening amount of nickelback uh <laughs> the next one is- did i not wipe it before i gave it to you what a I, dumb you did I not believe do I- that Oh, no, I can't dude, believe I didn't do that. The blackmail that I have on you right now is fragile. Yeah, I'm sure there's like Britney Spears and stuff on there. Probably. Oh, that's fine. That's all. That's all good. Daily Dwarf at Daily Dwarf says of the buttons, espresso, latte, flat white. That's it. Like those are the things that he drinks. Espresso, latte, flat white. He clicks the buttons and he gets one of those things. That makes sense to me too. He's a coffee drinker. Yep. How does he do that through his mask? Don't know, but he does. The uh, shot straight into his veins, I think. Oh, maybe that's the Sith drugs. Maybe it's just like a hyperdose of caffeine. It's just, it's, it's caffeine. He's so ornery. He's ornery yeah. because he's got like the caffeine going all the time. Yeah. Speaking of which, at Kevin Zero the Great says simply, they did sexual stuff. Like it's like they vi- like he presses the buttons and the suit vibrates or something. He he didn't go into it. Let me check my notes. Nope, they did sexual stuff, says Kevin on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> um, that's it. I guess they could do sex. Maybe they could vibrate at some kind of cyst-like speed to get his uh, holocron going. I don't know, man. Uh, Kashalonga. I love that. That's really fun. That's got a nice mouthfeel to it. Just put a picture of, of Simon. You know, the game Simon? It's like the, the call and repeat thing. It's kind of like the, the proto bop it. Yep. Twist it, bop it. Yep. Jump. Uh, chocolate milk spelled in the elite uh, form. <laughs> Just send this one of my favorite ones. One of those buttons orders more Tide Pods from Amazon. Darth Vader's a millennial, and uh, you can take that to the bank. All right, Facebook. I'm going to shoot through these real quickly. These are pretty great. Uh, David Yarwood said half and full flush. If you've ever been to um, like a nice restaurant, yeah, or the UK. I guess those are the yeah. only two places that have these. There's like the half, and for the the brown town, you do, you do the full one, and yep. then that's yep. what he has. I mean, apparently for realsies, Darth Vader does, does have a colossal bag. 
So that man wears diapers, which is fine. Chuck Quinn on Facebook said, chop, blend, smoothie, life alert. Now, I want to talk about this one because that escalated very quickly. Those are those are four yeah. very different things. One of those things is not like the other two or like, three, right? Like there's four so, things. Four fourth things. one, very different. Very, very different. Chuck, come on, man. Calm down. Like you can't go chop, blend, smoothie, life alert. This is not like, can you imagine Darth Vader who's fallen and he can't get up? Oh my God. And he's got to reach for it. Like, would he push himself up to the force though? Could he like do that? I feel like that's a thing we've seen Jedis do, right? They kind I of am, like, I guess they do. Like they if do. he's laying down and he like breaks his hip, like if he's like an old dude, he breaks his hip. Yeah. Can he then use his arms and the force to lift himself up? I mean, we could spend all day and night here discussing that one, Ben. Jeez, that's that's like werewolves versus moon men. Like, who? Kn- There's no way to answer it. But I'll tell you what would probably happen is he would not knowing his strength in the force anymore. He'd probably like do that and then comically fly against the wall and break his other <laughs> hip. And be like, he'd be like, oh, God. And then he realizes that it's yeah. because he went so high, it's the high ground. And oh, man, he's scared yeah. about that. So, you know. It sounds like a deleted scene from Spaceballs or something. It's definitely in Spaceballs. Mark Nazarino. All right. So he quotes one of my favorite videos of all time. And I don't know if you've seen this. This came out when I think it was uh, Phantom Menace came out. And Triumph the Insult comic dog was interviewing a lot of the people who were cosplaying and waiting to go into this film. And uh, yeah. Mark here just put a little thing of that with Triumph looking around at the, the switches on this cosplayer's uh, outfit and says, Which of these buttons calls your parents to pick you up? <laughs> just a nice little dig <laughs> there. Um, getting to my, 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 my last one, okay? Uh, and I will say uh, real quickly, this is just a, a very funny one. I'll, I'll, this might be my comic of the week comment of the week it is another gif response uh from office space in the classic scene where mike judge's character who runs the uh, restaurant is talking to jennifer aniston's character and just goes up to her and says we need to talk about your flair and i think that is great i can totally see emperor palpatine coming up to darth vader having designed this thing for him to ostensibly kill him whenever he wants and just being like we need to talk about your flair and you know, the Nazis have flair <laughs> in that movie. Um, ben, before I tell you what the actual response and Greg, I, I would like you to come in here just thereafter. What do you think both real fake? What like, just, just give me your response. What do you think that those things were? Because there is an actual re- uh, like answer to this. Yeah. Okay. So I have two answers. One, I think each of the buttons corresponds to a DCEU movie that he has constantly playing on his. So like, you know, he's got the Snyder, he saw the Snyder cut before anybody else. So that's one of the buttons. He is in tremendous pain all the time. So that does track. (laughs) There's Wonder Woman one. There's like, you know, now Wonder Woman two is on there. He's got to reprogram some of them now because there's, there may be too many movies for the amount of buttons that are on there. Sure. Um, I assumed in all seriousness that it has to do with like, it's like his breathing in some capacity. Okay. That's what I assumed is that it it has something to do with like, it's monitoring his breathing. And so it's like adjusting and that's why it, it like lights up and stuff. And then uh, he can also like, you know, change things on there, I guess, depending on, I don't know what atmosphere he's in. I'm not sure. Okay. That that's just sex stuff all over again. That's, that's fine. That's, your answer 
Uh, Very good answers. Handsome Greg, what do you think is the true answer or whatever answer you would like to give about what these damn chest things are? I I guess I always thought it was something kind of communication related, like Hmm. some sort of like, you know, intercom system. Or, or something, you know, uh, he's got to be able to talk to the people. So he's like, it's like a Star Trek communicator, only it's not Star Trek because that's blasphemy. But uh, yeah, I always <laughs> thought it was, <laughs> I always thought it was something kind of, uh, you know, communication related. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that answer. Uh, ben is just menacingly holding up a Darth Vader helmet, right? Is that your, is that your piggy bank? What is that exactly? No, it's an actual. It's an actual Darth Vader helmet. Oh, it's a thing. That is menacing. Are you kidding me? Hold on. I'm gonna put a. I'm gonna put a DCU movie on really quick. Hold on. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> doot, 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 doot. Uh, thank you both for your uh, great and incorrect answers. Um, well, kind of. They're semi-correct. There, Darth. Um, okay, so in the article by Aaron, what did Darth Vader's buttons do? According to Star Wars Darth Vader, a 3D reconstruction log written by Dan Wallace, the top left corner of his chest plate holds three switches. So the one at the top controls the neural systems data, the center controls the respiratory systems data, and the bottom controls the circulatory systems data. You can control your circulatory system. Okay, seems unnecessary. To its right lies a blue and red button, which control the suit's auto control functions and manual override respectively. I'm going to come back to that in a second. There are four more switches below these buttons. The gray ones are program switches meant for Darth Vader's convenience, while the red (laughs) switch to the right served as a system reset. Okay. Now, the, the article does go into this and how, as I mentioned before, Palpatine designed these in the expansive lore that it has uh, to, to basically keep Darth Vader uh, weak or have a weak spot. But having all of that shit on your outside, that's like having your heart, your lungs, like an off switch on your outside. Yeah. And as like many people someone just like comes up to you and is like, <laughs> like you are fighting people who don't need to do that. You have you are fighting people who can do that from like afar. You <laughs> just like can do their space wizard. <laughs> damn. Play you like a goddamn Casio keyboard yeah. from 20 miles away. And like all, all of a sudden, they're yeah, just like, what was Obi Wan doing? He was like in a lightsaber fight when all he had to be with like was like, there goes your circulatory system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like old man. Well, he's an old guy. He couldn't really he couldn't really reset his VAC, VCR. He had like nothing. He couldn't do it. He needed his mm-hmm. like his nephew to come in and be like, don't worry, I got this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it kept him weak, but because nobody knew, he didn't tell anybody that. They just he had some just baller ass switches on his chest. <laughs> just like yeah, everybody assumed it was just cool, or like his garage door opener, or indeed, uh, like his mixtape maker, or something like that. I don't know. Um, Ironically, that also though, does make it canon that it could be upside down because, like, if it's just wires, like it could just be installed upside down. Yeah, I guess like it could maybe. be. There is no like right or wrong way for it to go. Yeah, Although just like the there's no convenience part. Like I guess suggests that there is a right or wrong way. But... Well, that's a that's a bit mysterious. What does that mean for his convenience? Like it's because like he has like little like they're like little guys, so he's like bleep bleep bleep, as opposed to like him. I don't know. His, his little maybe there's guy? on him or something, so he can tell which button is which or something. Now, Ben, what do you mean by his little guys? <laughs> 
Okay. That was not an answer I wanted. Uh, you just kind of doing your Mr. Burns. Excellent. Um, yeah. So that's that's the answer to Darth Vader's buttons. Uh, you can read more at CBR.com. Check those out. Tell us what you always thought they were, if you ever considered it. I, I'm kind of now going into a um, big Star Wars hole to see all of these different things. So you might see more pop up on CBR.com. It's just fun to talk about. Uh, but yeah, do let us know what you think or thought that they were. Uh, tell us if you you think our uh, ideas are ridiculous. Obviously, what I thought for a long time is that it was a vape machine and he was just blowing that thick cotton. Um, so pretty much uh, makes sense. Thank you all very much for joining us today. Uh, tell us also what you think about video games and where that should begin and end and all that good stuff. Um, don't forget to follow us on the various platforms that you can follow us on. Uh, you can find us all in your ear holes uh, on bit.ly at first rule pod. That's one word on Twitter at first rule cast on Instagram at the first rule podcast and on Gmail at the first rule at CBR. Dot com. You can follow me at Stevel Empire on Twitter, and you can follow us at CBR on Twitter. Ben, where can people find you and yours? You can follow me at Ben Kendrick on Twitter, and you can follow at Screen Rant on Twitter. Yes, indeed, you I won't can. Do, I won't do anything snarky this week. Oh, thanks. Wow. Whoa, it's 2021. Guys, we're starting off fresh. It's a new start. No more insurrections. Please, everybody, just be careful out there as we go into this crazy fun great new year thank you very much again for joining us please keep those comments coming to us and we will always respond by making fun of you have a great one see you next time